đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you And welcome to week episode of Team Cal My Radio today. Happy Monday. Hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are staying safe and hope you guys are staying warm over the holiday. And make sure to and also Austin trips coming up, so I'm pretty excited about it. So hope you guys are staying safe and hopefully you guys are doing your best to keep up your assignments. I know that everybody here is keeping up the assignments. I know I am and I have to be because I'm gonna be busy for the week, but making sure to finish everything else so that way I can able to so that way I can able to talk to more about on my radio show with you guys. Alright, let's get into it. So US slapped sanctions on Chinese officials over Tibet rights. The United States on Friday imposed sanctions on two senior Chinese officials over serious human rights abuse in Tibet, including alleged torture and killing of prisoners and forced sterilization. The United States blocked any U.S. assets, assets and criminalized transactions with Wu Jingjie, who is, a Chinese, who is China's boss from 2016 and 2012, and Zhang Hongbo, China's police chief in the Himalayan region since 2018. Who's believed to be still in charge? I might have to look it up, but of course they're still in charge. The sanctions announced ca- comes despite a relative easing of tensions between the United States and China since President Joe Biden and Xi Jinping met last month in Bali and agreed to set up dialogues. Oh yeah, you think it's gonna work? Our actions further attempt to disrupt and deter the People's Republic of China's arbitrary detention and physical abuse of members of religious minority groups in the Tibetan Autonomous Region. Secretary Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said in a statement. Wu directed a policy of stability in Tibet that included serious human rights abuses, including extrajudicial killings, physical abuse, arbitrary arrests, and mass detention, the, the Treasury Department said in a statement. Additional abuses during Wu's tenure, including forced sterilization, coerced abortions, yes, of course, abortion, basically forced abortion, restrictions on religious and political freedoms, and the torture of prisoners. Zhang has engaged in abuses including torture and killing of prisoners through, uh, through running detention centers across Tibet, it said. China has ruled the predominantly Buddhist religion with an armed fist since 1951, when it sent in troops what it called a peaceful liberation the, re- the region's spiritual leader, the Dalai Lama, fled in 1959 in India amidst an abortive uprising. In recent years, the international spotlight has increasingly focused on Xinjiang to Tibet's, to Tibet's north, where the United States says that China is carrying out a policy of genocide against, we- against Uyghurs and other Muslim, mostly Muslim Turkic-speaking people. As part of a slew of sanctions Friday, the U.S. also targeted North Korea's border guards, over their shoot, over their shoot on sight orders against citizens fleeing into China and Russia. We already know this is gonna happen. We already knew it's gonna be crazy that that these um you know psycho governments of the Chinese of the People's Liber- People's Republic of China is doing. We already know that it's crazy enough, and it's already bad enough that they're doing it, and no one's stopping them. Not once. Not once. No one's doing it. It makes me, you know, it makes me frustrated that this is happening. No. And, you know, it's being, it's, it's the part where it gets everyone, you know, worked up, like me, who to be said, why isn't nobody speaking up to it? Why isn't nobody saying anything otherwise? Because, because when the government, when the, a authoritarian government does these kind of things, they tend to ignore everything of what's going on. And this is something that it was not... I mean, some people say, well, it's, it's hopping mice is easy. 
not in this case. There's too many people thinking that, oh, you can work with business with China. It'd be so much better, you know. This is some, I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. And they're not, and they're not even, you know, this is something that it annoys the frick out of me. That business still do work with these guys. And it annoys, and it's crazy that they're doing it nonetheless. And you know, because this is why a government needs to look at the true face of the Chinese government. You know, that's something that we need to look at. Now, speaking about arbitrary arrest and, and you know, people being in prison for other things like, like that. And excuse me for a moment. As we're going through, this is something. This is something that a, a government tends to do, and they tends to lie. Well, you see the truth, and you see it. I see that the comes government is a traitor nowadays. They're not helping the. They're not actually truly supporting the people. You know, they're not truly doing what the people. Uh, what the people wanted. It makes it difficult because when the government doesn't seem to tell the truth, they tend to fly off anything they want. You know? I actually believe that. They weren't or they weren't around to help anybody. Besides sitting there, you know, torturing people and that's it. That's how we that's how I feel about the Communist Party when they don't do anything like then when they don't actually tell the truth to the world. I mean, the truth is, and this is what Martin Lee says, and I extremely agree on. How can you beat the communists by using violence? I mean, the truth is, how can you beat them with violence? It's not possible. You can't beat them with violence. I can't beat them with violence at all. Even if I try, it doesn't work that way. I mean, how can you beat the communists? For me, my analogy is different. It's more, how can you destroy the communists by being, how can you destroy the communists by, be, by you know, lying to people? How can you do that, though? Like, how can you, how can you really actually fight them when all they can do is lie? Simple enough. How are you gonna do if they're gonna lie to you? Cause that's how the government. That's how the government does. I mean, can, can there be any doubts that this is happening? Can there be any doubts? You know. Cause this 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 tells me a lot about why it happens and why these people tend to not support the Communist Party. And finally, this thing is back up again. Now I can finally read it. And now it's missing. Just kidding. And speaking of things like arbitrary arrest or uh, keeping people in prison or, or whatever the case it was, um, you guys been reading much about Jimmy Lai. I don't know if you guys have catch have catch on or or you guys have been reading or you guys have been able to. Catch on what we're doing. We're talking about Jimmy Lai and everything like that. And it tends to be it tends to be very different than anything else. You know, I wouldn't do that because I'm a man of conscience. All right. And besides the uh, the midterm election and everything going on, yeah, it's off. It's a little bit off topic. I'm sorry. The we're gonna we're gonna put my thing on Hong Kong Free Press aside first, and we're gonna be talking about something else a little different that's not going to Hong Kong itself. So we're just gonna talk about that. I might bring up an argument. I'm just gonna speak out my mind without swearing. I promise you, I'm not gonna swear. This is something that I've seen so far um, between governments. You know. Um, over encro encroaching on state state work, 
um, you know, keep on trampling on stuff with the state level. It's tiring. I'm sorry, it's tiring. And when they when they do it, it's it's, it's quite annoying. It's quite exhausting to see them doing this to us, and it's it's, it's, it's tiring. When you know they kept on when they kept on stepping on us, it it drives us crazy. No, it drives us crazy. And when they do it, they can do they can do whatever they want. You know, they can do whatever they want. They can put in everything they want, and they can make it more difficult for our state to even try to put out anything without them almost jumping in and just trying to take everything away. All right, back to it. So, Hong Kong media uh, tycoon Jimmy Lai, we, we talked about Jimmy Lai for almost quite, quite a bit, right? Jailed for five years, nine months for fraud over App Daily's HQ lease violations. Jimmy Lai, the founder of the defunct, defunct pro-democracy tabloid Apple Daily, has been sentenced to five years and nine months in jail after being convicted of fraud. Lai, who is facing a national security trial, who is found to have breached the terms of, le- of lease of the newspaper's headquarters after concealing the operations of a consultancy firm at the building. Wang Waikung, who was an administrative director of Apple Daily's parent company, NextDigital, was sentenced to 21 months. Lai, 75, and Wong, 61, appeared in front of Judge Stanley Chan at the district court on Saturday morning. Lai was found guilty of two counts of fraud on October 25th. He has, since, he has been in custody since December 2020 and also faced charges under colonial era sedition legislation and security law. The court ruled that Lai has violated the terms of the lease for Apple Daily's headquarters by concealing the operations of Deco Consultants Limited Deco from the from the landlord, the Hong Kong Science and Technology Park Corporations, from April first to ni- April first, nineteen ninety eight to May nineteenth, twenty twenty. The lease has specified that the premises should be used for printing and publishing newspapers or magazine only. Wong was convicted of one count of fraud with regards with regards to the period between January first, twenty sixteen, and May nineteenth, twenty twenty. When handing down his ruling on Saturday, Chen said claiming that the consultancy firm only took up a small part. Yes, small parts of the building was a wrong understanding of the nature and seriousness of the charge. Judge also said that Lai has used the media organizations as a protective umbrella for the offense, such as the such as the HKSDP would not would not dare launch investigations against the firm. While Lai's team said that. The chief operating officer was to blame for the offense, and that the media tycoon did not deal with the contract between Hong Kong STP and the company. The judge said that it was not a defense. Judge Chan also listed six reasons for a heavier sentence, including the intangible benefits that lies gained from having the consultancy company nearby, and that Hong Kong STP was not notified of the assistance of the firm. Chan set a starting point of five years imprisonment for the first fraud charge and three years for the second charge. The judge, the judge ruled that one year of the jail term of the latter was to be served consecutively, and also applied a three month deduction as media tycoon Jim, media as the media tycoon agreed to the majority of the prosecution case and has saved court resources. Chan also had a eight year disqualification order to lie and ordered the media tycoon to pay $2 million in fines calculated by a possible rent that the consultancy, consultancy company had saved by not having to pay market, pay market level rent. As for Wong, the judge said that while the defense claimed to have not have any decision-making power and was only following his superior's order, Wong still facilitated lie in committing the offense. Chen, when announcing Wong's sentencing, said that while the defense background and illness would make people emphasize him with him, the court still had to strike a balance between public interest and Wong's situation, and that the sentence had to serve as a deterrent. Judge said he believed that, that Wong did not commit the offense for personal gain and set a sentencing starting point of three months, three months imprisonment. After deducting three months, as Wong saved court resources by agreeing to a large part of the prosecution case and another deduction 
considering Wong's illness and lack of criminal records, Chan handed a 21-month prison term to the ex-administrative director. Both Lai and Wong pled not guilty to the charge. The court heard from Lai's defense lawyer, Derek Chan, that the case should be handled as a civil matter instead of a criminal one. However, the judge ruled that Lai was aware of the need to apply a license from the Hong Kong STP to allow Deco to operate at, Hong- at Apple Davis office. Lai did not did not did so, so because he have must have thought that Deco did not meet the licensing conditions. Meanwhile, the barrister representing Wong Waikung, Maggie Wong, argued that her clients was unaware of Deco's situation. The judge said he could not accept that the ex-chief operating officer did not know the nature of the businesses operating at Apple Day's premises after working there for over 20 years. I think that the least violations was obvious. During mediation, Lai's lawyer asked the court to consider to consider the media tycoon's advanced age, his primary school level of education, and his hard work in becoming to becoming a rags to rich entrepreneur. The court also heard that the Apple Day has been important in Hong Kong's media history and development. In addition, the senior counsel said Deco only occupies 0.16% of the office complex. Wang Waikung, lawyer at Wang Kung's lawyer, asked the court to suspend her client sentence, signing his mental and signs his physical and mental condition, as well as his lesser role in the fraud charge. The 61-year-old has been suffering from heart diseases and serious hearing loss and has developed a major depressive disorder because of the fraud case, the court has told. Yeah, you think they're going to care whatsoever? Next, digital former chief operating officer Verston Chow was initially charged alongside Lion Wong before he became a witness for the prosecution. The court earlier ruled that Chow's case will be handled separately in March, as he will also testify as a prosecution witness in Lai's national security trial, which has been adjourned to await Beijing's interpretation of the security legislation. Apple Daily folded in June 2021 after Lai and others and several other senior staff were charged under the Beijing's sweeping national security legislation. Six former staff members of Apple Daily's and its parent company, Digital, pled guilty to conspiracy to commit collusion last month. Illegal demonstrations, fraud, national security crimes, the diversity of the charges held against Jimmy Lai, and the staggering severity of the of the sentences imposed on him show how desperate the Chinese regime is to silence his symbolic figures of press freedoms in Hong Kong, says Cedric Alvini, reports without borders, East Asia's chief urgent for Lai's release. Maya Wong, associate Asia's director at Human Rights Watch, said Beijing's elaborate crime criminal case against Jimmy Lai is a vendetta against a leading prominent uh, proponents of democracy and media freedom in Hong Kong. The authorities should drop the case against Lai and free him immediately. Chen, towards the end of the hearings, said that the case was a simple fraud case and should not be viewed, polit- viewed politically, adding that you do not intend to crack down on freedom abuse in the case. Pr- um, press freedom abuse in the case. The judge also said that everyone is equal to the- before the law and that no one could escape responsibility because of their status. A media tycoon who is who is controlling a large-scale media network and physical newspaper does not mean that he will not violate the law because he has a fourth state. Because he has a fourth state, and it cannot said that when law enforcement persecute the media tycoon is equals to attacking press freedom, said the judge. He's a person who's in charge of a media. Media. That's why. And Saturday marks the UN Human Rights Day. We'll see if they're gonna if. If anyone's gonna say anything otherwise, I don't know. And I'm happy that more and more people talk about Jimmy Lai more now. That's great. That's great to, for me to hear that because we need more and more about it. You could defend measured response to scuffles outside China's consulate amidst calls to get tough. Britain Sunday defended its measures response to an incident in Manchester when Chinese diplomats were accused of beating up a Hong Kong protester. Anti-China hardliners in the, ru- in the ruling Conservative Party has demanded expulsions of diplomats involved, more like anti-CCP hardliners, including accusing the UK government of appeasing Beijing, which they've already been, obviously. But 
Foreign Secretary James Cleverly, insisted that it was right to await a police investigation into the Manchester incident from October, rather than acting on the basis of widely shared videos. Our diplomatic decision will always be based on the rule of, on rule of law and due process, he told BBC Television, draw a contrast to other countries that might have acted without evidence. We will make sure our response is robust, but it's demonstrably based on rules, he said. After the diplomats were accused of dragging the protesters into a consulate grounds to beat them up. Covey said that similarly, the government needs more evidence on the reported secret Chinese police stations operating in UK soil. Ireland, the Netherlands, and the United States have already clamped down after reports said that, the, that China was using such outposts to spy on and intimidate its national overseas. Citing Xinjiang, Hong Kong, and development loans to poorer countries, Cleverly said that we've seen we have seen some really really inappropriate behavior unexpected behavior from China. We also stressed that also stressed the scope for partnership with China on issues such as climate change, as the UK tries to find a more nuanced approach to the second world's second largest economy. Why did you? Why does the UK government still insist on trying to work with the communist? With the most authoritarian regime, why do they still want to insist on doing that? Look at the, look at the environment in the in in China right now. It looks awful. Think about the lockdowns and everything. Not just lockdown, but also imagine back then factories. What kind of climate change? It's based on human life, based on what the Communist Party is doing. Okay. Think about what happened there. Why are we still? Why are, we, why are we putting climate change and everything else before before human rights? I don't get it. Why are we doing this? A fortnight ago, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said the golden era of relations with China was over, but that his government would pursue a robust pragmatism, pragmatism in dealing with the global competitors. Oh yeah, like I care. China is an incredibly challenging country on the international stage, Clevery said. Ahead of giving a speech Monday, touting the need for post Brexit Britain to look beyond its traditional allies. When he led the country out of the European Union, then Prime Minister Boris Johnson touts a global Britain seeking new partnership further fields. But the concept remains a work in process and progress and in trade as well as security and Brit and Britain is meanwhile getting hammered economically with inflation running at double digits. The UK is ready to make investments of faith with Latin America, Asian, and African countries that were not traditional partners in the past, cleverly will we'll say according to his office. The UK off- offer will be tailored to their needs and UK strength, and sp- spending trade, Investment development, defense, technology, and climate change, cleverly is to say. This is, will be backed up with a, with a reliable source of infrastructure investment, he will add. As the G7 Club of Rich Nations tries to counter China's own debt fuel development aid, we will show strategic endurance willing to commit for fourth long term. I don't know how long they're going to take. Why can't you just suspend relationship with China? Maybe you can find something else that's more better. I'm serious. Why am I dealing with this with the communist government? Security chief. Google refused to change search results for Hong Kong anthem hurts the feelings of citizens. Um, I don't. If I can go out in the street and ask many Hong Kong youth or any Hong Kong people about if they are actually hurt by the uh, anthem. Or the uh, anthem blunders, or whatever the heck it's called. Um, are you hurt by it? And their answer is, "Why am I hurt by it? I don't care about. I don't care about what's going on." They either say mute, or they don't want to, or they tend to not answer it, or they laugh, or they might say, "We don't, we don't care about what the government says." I don't think it hurts our feelings. It doesn't hurt much. Or you ask the many hardcore red book holding, you know. Beijing lackey supporter, then 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 that's a different story. I don't know why would I hurt anybody's feeling. I don't get it. Security chief Chris Tong has claimed that Google search 
Google search results for the city's national anthem hurts the feeling of Hong Kong's people. Wait, communist China? Oh yeah, they are part of it, so whatever. As he vowed to ensure the tech giant displays China's monitor the volunteers in its results. Do it look like Google cares? They put in whatever they want. I don't care. It follows a week-long saga in which the 2019 pro-democracy protest song Glory to Hong Kong was mistakenly played at several sporting finales instead of the Chinese anthem, potentially due to staff Googling Hong Kong national anthem. The little like we care at all, when Hong Kong Free Press searched for the phrase in English using incognito browsing mode on Monday night, the top result was a Wikipedia page for, Wikipedia page for Glory to Hong Kong, which the government says associated with violent demonstrations. You know they failed to even say if it's banned or not. According to Tong, Google said their results were generated by an algorithm with no human interventions. We have approached Google to request that they put the correct national anthem at the top of their search results, but unfortunately Google refused, he told reporters on, fr- on Monday according to Reuters. We felt greatly great regret and this has hurt the feelings of the Hong of Hong Kong people. Yeah, I'm not hurt whatsoever. I can't ask them now. Does that make him hurt? No. Tong said that Google provided paid advertising services to allow specific results to appear in prominent places. He also added that Google faced a European Union legal ruling this month requiring it to remove incorrect search results from its sites. Looking up Hong Kong National Anthem, but when you don't look up Hong Kong's National Anthem today, maybe you can have a problem with it. But when you touch up Hong Kong National Anthem, this is all you can get. You realize you can search it, right? It says it on a. I'm looking at the screen right now on on uh, on the website of Hong Kong Free Press. You guys can check it out. Glory to Hong Kong is on top, right? And then the bomb says National Anthem of Hong Kong. Click. How about you idiots? Click on that. Hey, John Lee, boy, click on that. Click on that. Click on it. I can dare you right now. Click on it. You don't. You can also click on it. There's a bunch of history about the Hong Kong anthem. Why are they looking at that? And they're saying hurt the feelings, hurt feelings. What, what, what feelings are they hurting? They may fall off a bike. They might hurt. Their, they might be make fun of. They might make fun of. Make fun of. Maybe they might get hurt. May have their feelings hurt. He said that the government would take every measures to ensure the results are corrected. Hong Kong Press have reached out to Google for comments. Is the government dumb? Are they high on bath sauce right now? I mean, this guy, they're not telling me. These guys never use Google. They must have never used Google in their life and never look up for it on Wikipedia. They're just going to keep struggling, looking for that thing, and start wimping like a baby. The protest, on November 13th, the protest song was heard at South Korea's Rugby Sevens instead of the National Anthem. It prompted a police probe, which is stupid, and demands for an investigation. As the... As the Asia rugby president, Kais Abdullah Al-Dalai, flew into Hong Kong to apologize. I don't know why. Organizers had reported downloaded the top song listed when, when searching online for the Hong Kong national anthem. Well, it's not Google's fault. It's not anyone else's fault. Just choose whatever you want. I don't care. Instances of glory to Hong Kong being mis- twice mislabeled as the national anthem of Hong Kong. And, tele- and televised footages at other rugby events emerged in the days that follow. The latest case involving Asia's classic powerlifting champion in Dubai on December 3rd, when local when local gold medalist Susanna Lin made the timeout gesture as as Glory to Hong Kong was played during the prize giving ceremony. After earlier mishaps, the authorities uh, issued guidelines to sporting bodies insisting that athletes should make the gesture with their arms if they if they hear the incorrect anthem. As Hong Kong sports officials had rejected an apology from organizers and, and the organized Cryer and Triad Bureau launched a probe. Last month, the government asked a search engine to pin, a correct, pin the correct information about the national anthem at the top of their search results. Local media reported that the search engine in question was Google. The government has said the song is closely associated with violent protests and the independence movement in 2019. Though the protests attracted a handful of pro-independence activists, it's not part of it's not one of the movement's demand. And it's not even one of the demands. Maybe maybe some part of it? 
a little bit of it, but majority of them wants to keep it within the one country, two system. We don't, we're not against you saying independence. It's your choice, freedom of expression. I don't care. But we want to look at something that's reality. I mean, you may think about it, but but I'm looking for reality. We want to have maintain under the one country, two system policy, but we want the government to follow up on their policy, follow up on the, what the basic law gave them, and not break it every time, and turn it into one country, one system. A 42-year-old was arrested for sedition, which is stupid, on November 23rd for sharing a video of the anthem blunder with supportive messages of thanks. He was denied bail, which is stupid. Some of have refused to say, if you ask them, they're not going to answer it, if the song was unlawful. Though it is banned in schools and police have intervened when it played in public. Hong Kong's national anthem law, which criminalizes insults to march under volunteers, was enacted domestically on June 4, 2020. Violators risk fines up to $50,000 or three years in prison. Last week, a citizen journalist was first to be sent to, to be jailed under the law. I gotta be on and back to the uh, the image on Hong Kong Free Press. When you look it up, I gotta I gotta tell you, this is something this is something that the the Hong Kong government gets uh, really wrong, and they, they they just completely screw up the brain or something. When you search up for Hong Kong national anthem, if you look up for Vietnam national anthem, same thing. They probably might say the same thing. Otherwise, they might look up history or whatever. But whatever the case. Let me let me show, let me let me tell you. I don't need. I'm, I'm, I can't show you because because I'm right. I'm just showing. I'm just telling you only. It's it shows up. Yes, it shows up. I I I know that it shows up, right? Or you can look up. You can you can just go ahead. And you can go ahead. And, you can go ahead and look. I don't know why, Hong. I don't know why the government can making, you know, so many freaking problems with us putting up anything where we can. Or maybe look up for, I don't know, any anthem around the world. They might have that kind of problem, you know. But, why is the Hong Kong government making a big fuss about the anthem? I know it's a law, but at the same time, why are you making a fuss a bit about about Google whatever? Why is it so important? Who cares? It's Google, they do whatever they want. Why you gotta, be, why you gotta make every tweak of every single point? Just don't do it. Please. I know why. It's because they. It's because. Well, you want to know why? Because they want to be like China, the the, the CCP. They just want to be a CCP, right? Well, like what the CCP? They do the same thing. Anything you put up, you you can you can actually you can actually get screwed on by the government. I don't know why. I don't know why would they want me to change it. If I was a Google, if I was a person who handles um these search engine websites, I would have laughed, man. If I if I come up to this if. Here's the thing, guys. If they come up to you and say that you are, if I'm protesting for democracy and they call you, they call you anti-China person, just slap them in the face for me. Not really, but, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying I'm against the communist government. I'm only against the communist government. All right. You guys don't understand. These these people keep thinking you're anti-China just because you talk about government. If I'm if I'm talking about if I'm talking bad things about the uh, the, the 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 U.S. right now. As a country, people, whatever, I'm talking about the government. You you talk about how bad the government all the time here. Why can't I talk about other other countries? Back on to Jimmy Lai. Media tycoon Jimmy Lai's jailing nothing to do with press freedom, says Hong Kong after U.S. deemed trial unfair, unjust. Even though it is unfair and just. Last week's jailing a pro-democracy media tycoon Jimmy Lai has nothing to do with press freedom of the press or freedom of speech. The Hong Kong government has said following criticism from the U.S. The founder of the now shuttered Apple Daily received five years and nine months behind bars and a two million dollar fine for fraud after he breached the tabloid's property lease by using some of the office complex for his own consultancy firm. The defense says says zero point six percent of the space and space was used for me for the seventy five when it's year consultancy firm. On Sunday, Ned Price, the spokesperson for the U.S. U.S. State Department, tweeted the United States condemned the grossly unjust outcome of Apple of Jimmy 
my latest trial trial sentence by any by any objective measures. This result is neither fair nor unjust nor just. We once again call on the call on P- call on PRC authorities to respect freedom of expression, including for the press and Hong Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong deemed the statement blatantly interference, accusing Washington of hegemony. Hegemonic bullying and malicious slander. Oh, it's slander when it's the truth? Oh my god. In pursuit of its political interest, the U.S. had blatantly interfered in a fair trial by the court. <laughs> fair. Seriously undermined the spirits of the rule of law and contravened international standards and international law. The use of numerous fallacies by the U.S. is, not to, is nothing but exposure of its hegemony. Hegemonic bullying resulted in the loss of credit of its credibility. Hong Kong government spokesperson said in a press release on Sunday calling the U.S. U.S. statement absurd. Yeah, absurd, right? Yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, it's absurd when we tell the truth, we're gonna say. The sentiment was echoed by the Office of Commissioner of the Chinese Foreign Ministry in Hong Kong on Sunday. We urge external forces to refrain from intervening in the rich rate of SAR and any other Hong Kong affairs and China's internal affairs under the pretext of rights. Statement read according to China Daily. Oh wow, saying we're intervening. Lai has been has been in custody since December 2020 and also faces charges under the colonial era sedition legislation and security law. Sedition, of course. International rights NGOs also head out at Friday's sentencing which took place on International Human Rights Day. Mario Wang, Associate Asia's Director at Human Rights Watch, said Beijing's elaborate criminal case against Jimmy Lai is a vendetta against a leading proponent of democracy and media media freedom in Hong Kong. So he should drop the case against Lai and free him immediately. Cedric Alvini, 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 Report Without Borders, East Asia's Chief, also urged lies release, Ill- release illegal demonstration, fraud, national security crimes, the diversity of the charges held against Jimmy Lai, and the staggering severity of the sentencing imposed on him showed how desperate the Chinese regime is to silence the symbolic figures of press freedom in Hong Kong. The Committee to Protect Journalists echoes call for Lai's release. Following Friday's sentencing, Lai's son, Sebastian, who is based in Taiwan, urged the UK to take action given that his father is a British national. My dad is a British citizen who has done nothing wrong. I call on the UK government to take urgent actions to protect my dad immediately and secure his freedom. The UK must, must do all it can to stop this and do it now, he wrote in a statement. Which shows we need to release him now and immediately. Hong Kong Free Press had reached out to the UK consulate for comment. Apple Day folded in June 21st after Lai and several other staff, other senior staff, were charged under the Beijing sweeping security security legislation. Six former staff members of Apple Day, Apple Day and its parent company Next Digital pled guilty to conspiracy to commit collusion last month. Why are they so des? Why are they so desperate? I went over that. I don't understand because when they when they say it has nothing to do with it, why are they so desperately trying to get these get them in prison? It's just it's just this doesn't make does that make any sense whatsoever, guys? Or well, I'm just seeing something wrong here. I don't get. This is something that makes me very frustrated. And what's more to come? Well, we'll explain more after the break. Welcome back, Hong Kong Paramedic jailed for 28 months over riot in 2019. A paramedic has been jailed for two years and four months for charges linked to a protest in November 2019, where he and other protesters were accused of assaulting a bystander from mainland China who refused to erase photos of the scene from their phones. Ao Yun Cheng Fai appeared in front of Deputy Judge of Dep of Dep of this Deputy District Judge Lung Ga Lung Ga Ki 
at the West Cal- uh, the West Calu Magistrates Court on Monday afternoon. The 31-year-old had earlier pled guilty to taking part in a riot in Mongkok on the night of November 11, 2019, when pro-democracy protesters had called for a general strike and blocked roads across different districts in an attempt to disrupt commutes. He was initially he was initially accused of wounding Yang Shui Yang Shui Qi, a a bystander voting on China, with intent as well. The court allows that charge to be kept on file after Ao Yuan's plea. When pleading, uh, when sentencing Ao Yuan on Monday, the judge said that he has indeed participated in the assault of Yang on Yang. The defendant's actions could have radicalized others and encouraged them to take part in the attack. Thus worsening the situation, Luan said. Just add that Ao Yuan's had acted against his ethics as a paramedic, saying his behavior cast doubts on his passion for rescue work stay during the mediation. Additionally, Luan said said the area affected by by the riot was not small, as up to three hundred protesters had gathered near the crossroads on Nathan Road and Argo Road and Argo Street that that night, bringing the traffic in a busy street in Mongkok to a halt. Traffic lights, railings, and some buses were damaged after the incident, the judge added. The judge, however, agreed with the defense that the assault on Ang Yang was unplanned. After hearing that Ao Yun had already compensated the victim's medical fee of fifty of five thousand three hundred thirty dollars, as promised in his plea, taking into account that the guilty plea discounts, she sentenced she sentenced the defendants to twenty eight months of imprisonment. According to the judge, Yang was surrounded by protesters at around nine thirty p.m. that night after he refused to delete photos he had taken at the scene. Protesters then assaulted Yang for nine minutes straight. Around 15 to 20 protesters started to attack the mainlanders with fists, umbrellas, and rods. At 9.33 p.m., the defendants was filmed, was filmed hitting the head and neck of Yang with his hands at least five times in around a minute. Yang attempted to escape but failed. More protesters came forward and used umbrellas to block Yang's way and the sight of the press. After Young collapsed to the ground, several members of the public and the press tried to stop the violence. But Lung said, said around around fifty protesters went out to surround and assault the bystander until police dispersed the crowd. The judge said the nine minute, nine minute of assault was lengthy to Young, and the protesters had acted in a in a bullying and a cruel manner, as they continued to attack the victims when he up already when he was already on the ground. Young suffered injuries to almost enti- almost his entire body, with fractured bones on his neck and left middle finger. The judge added, he was hospitalized for three days. Young lost his phone, wall, and identification documents in the incident as well. Which is crazy that's happening. And I wish it wasn't going that crazy. You know, how can we, like I said, like what Martin Lee said, how can you beat the communists by using violence? He Hong Kong is jailed for up to five years over rioting on China's National National Day in 2019. Eight people has been charged for up to five years ap- after being found guilty of rioting and other charges relating to a protest on China's National Day in 2019. Lee Choi Ting, 22 years old, Ho Sing Hong, 22 years old, Young Yam To, 24 years old, Fong Wing Mang. 28, Sung Chiu Pang, 27, Lu King Chung, 32 years old, Wong Yim Yun, 25, and Chang Mang Chat, 22 years old, appeared in front, front of District Judge Kathy Chung at West Cal- at the West Calo Magistrates Court on Monday morning. They were earlier found guilty of riding new Chim Cha Choi. On October first, twenty nineteen, when pro-democracy protesters hurled hurled petrol bombs and other objects at district police stations, the judge ruled that all defendants had participated in a riot based on their clothing, to the gear they carried, and where they and where they were arrested. Additionally, Ho, Fong, Sun, Lui, and Chen 
were found guilty of possessing offensive weapons in a public in a public place, including telescopic sticks, modified iron rods, iron hammers, catapults, and pellets and laser pointers. Separately, Lee was convicted of possessing an offensive weapon after being found found with a pair of iron handcuffs, and Young was found guilty of possessing things with intent to destroy or damage property after he found after he found with a spanner and a utility knife. While the defendant's lawyers had urged the judge to hand out lines as there were no evidence that no evidence providing any of the defendants had engaged in violent acts. Chun said the sentencing of violent charges should be based on overall instance instead of individual behavior. In addition, the judge said there were there have been around one thousand people assembled outside of the Chim Chatsui police station at the time. And these people knew they had breached the law and tend to invade illegal consequences. As some wore facial coverings and dyed clothing. Chen said that all all eight defendants came prepared as they were wearing similar attire and some carried carry offensive weapons and or tools that could be used to damage property. She added that the personal safety of police officers and members of the public was at risk as petrol bombs and other objects were thrown at the police stations. Protesters disregarded the law, clashed with the police, and challenged the authority of the police and the rule of law. I think this cons- uh, constitutes the seriousness of this case, Chen said. Chen sentenced Li Fong, Sung, Lui, and Chen to four years and nine months in jail, while Ho was handed five years of imprisonment as Chun said he had carried a telescopic stick and an iron hammer which could do serious damage to other people. Yun and Wong were given four years and seven months in jail as they did not challenge a persecution witness and saved the court's time. The court defendant of the eight, Law Wylock, did not appear in court on Monday after not surrendering himself to custody. Law was also convicted of the same rioting charge after it was found after after it was found that he had hurled petrol bombs at the incident. Now corrections. An early article of this argument stated that Chang Mantak and Young Young To were sentenced to four years and seven months, when it should have been Wang Yim Ying and Wang Yong To who received that sentence with Greta's error. Which um thank you Hong for breath for correcting that. Otherwise, I would not know what's going on. And one final report for today. Hong Kong men arrested under the sedition law after allegedly assaulting National Anthem Online and doxing police. A Hong Kong man has been arrested under the colonial era sedition law after he allegedly published social, secu- social media posts which installed the Chinese National Anthem and disclosed the personal data of police officers and their families without, their con- without consent. A 49-year-old, we don't know their name, of course, a 49-year-old was apprehended by the by officers from the National Security Department of the police in Aberdeen on Monday on suspicion of doing an act, doing an act or acts with a seditious intentions, the force said in a statement. The arrestee was also suspected of violating the personal data privacy ordinance. According to the police, the man had allegedly made multiple posts on social media that insulted the, nas- the Chinese national anthem. He also, he also targeted police officers and their family members by making doxing posts, the force said. Officers searched the man's residence and the an office with a court warrant and seized electronic devices that were suspected of being used to publish the online post in question. The man is currently being held in custody for investigations. In response to Hong Kong inquiries, the Office of the Privacy Commissioner for Personal Data said it was not involved in Hong Kong in Monday's arrest operations and did not have any details on the, on the case. The anti-doxing, of course, the sedition law is not covered by the Beijing's Post National Security Law, which targets secession, subversion, collusion of foreign forces, and terrorist acts. And mandates up to life imprisonment. Those convicted under the sedition law, which was last man, uh, amended in the in, in the nineteen seventies, when Hong Kong was still a British colony, faced a less serious maximum penalty of two years in prison, which is a lot less. The anti-doxing law, on the other hand, 
was passed in September last year to criminalize the disclosure of personal information without consent or with the intent to cause physical, uh, psychological harm, those convicted could face a fine up to $1 million and five years of imprisonment. And, of course, we expected this to happen anyway. <laughs> I feel like insulting the national anthem is not against the law. At least in America-wise. I don't know why they have... I don't know, I don't know why would they have that kind of law. It's just ridiculous. And, really, against insulting the national anthem, isn't that freedom of expression and freedom of speech? Well, according to them, it's not. For me, yes it is. It is a freedom of speech. And I'm hoping that Hong Kong one day can gain the freedom and have a chance for them to speak wherever they want to speak. And thank you so much for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoy hearing this podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our regular podcast. So you guys don't miss any much about things, even though I do misread some things, but at least I'm doing it for you guys learning. And also, most of these articles I've been reading off. If you guys are new here, now if you guys already knew about this, you guys can can stop hearing this. But if you guys already knew about but if you guys have a new buy and you guys are new to this um podcast, most of the stuff I read of is from Hong Kong Free Press. It's a very great um article you guys can read off. You guys can look up for HongKongFreePress.com. It's a pretty good website. You guys can check it out. And that's it for today. And we'll talk more next time. This is Team Cal My Radio signing out. Hope you guys have a great December. At host my radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. At host my radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.